Hello, 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 and welcome to this, the latest Gunners Town pub. Uh, hopefully you are in your virtual pub and probably uh, drowning your sorrows, to be honest with you, like I am, and the good man Gav uh, at She War. Gav, how are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's what? just, uh, I mean, what what do you say? Go on. I mean, what, what, yeah. we're, I mean, what are we going to say here, mate? Well, we've got 30 minutes, or uh, I, it feels like we could probably do it in 10 at the moment, but I'm sure you and I can uh, can share a virtual beverage together. I'm on the Hot House tonight. What are you, uh, what are you drinking? Hot House? Oh, uh, yeah, just the Fosters. Just the usual indoors beer. Indoors beer. I like it. Um, it that, sort, that sound that you're listening to is I went uh, panic mode into uh, lockdown and basically bought this thing, which was like a virtual pour your own beer thing, which has got something to do with sound oh, waves nice. that makes it taste all frothy. So um, I'm on Hop House Ooh. in the virtual pub tonight. Uh, definitely Ooh. drowning my sorrows because I've just watched a turgid 95, 96 odd minutes of football. Um, Leeds nil, Arsenal nil. <laughs> ultimately we could probably be pleased that we've picked up a draw to be honest with you because the second we'll get to the sending off we'll, we'll let's start from this chronologically gav but we'll get to the sending off in a minute but ultimately nil nil you've got to take it haven't you after uh pepe uh the silly silly boy yeah it a lot of people were worried about the game anyway uh and the fact that i mean the, the stats kind of line up for it i think Leeds had something like 24 shots on goal, be it most of them were wild shots from outside the box. Uh, mm. But then I made a couple of saves. The woodwork was hit, what, three times, wasn't it? Something like that, yeah. I mean, and we, we played um... the last God knows how many with 10 men. So you've got to take the draw, as disappointing as it is, but it's the performance, Chris. It was a performance today, literally across the board. By it, was, it wasn't great, was it? I mean, it's a difficult one because I don't know about you, mate, but like in my head, the Pepe sending off is going to colour the ultimate feelings about the game. But if we're completely honest, like we... Did it make any difference for him on the pitch or off the we, pitch? We were just shocking. We were just yeah. shocking like that first half. Let's start with the first half and start with formations, actually. Um, what did you think with the lineup when that got announced? Because everyone always has a bit of a meltdown, don't they, when the lineup comes out? But um, that was, what did yeah, you that, that, that was the weird one, right? Because normally the lineup comes out and the WhatsApp goes ping, 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 and everyone's having... And Twitter goes ping, 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 and everyone's having a moan up. But... I think everyone was relatively happy with the lineup, happy with the fact that we're going forward at the back, uh, happy that Bang Yang's going down the middle. It was basically that what everybody's been asking us to do. Mm-hmm. Everybody's been saying to our setup, right, play a Bang Yang down the middle, start a forward at the back, start Willock. So you can't really complain too much if you've spent the last, you know, two or three weeks saying this should be the lineup, and then when it comes out. It, for various reasons, it just weren't. It just didn't happen. Uh, and like I say, I mean, you're the same. I mean, I'm sure you were quite happy with the lineup, Chris. Yeah, I was. To be honest with you, um, I looked at that and I thought we got four at the back. That's fine. We don't have any other choice with our midfield options because of the injury to party and the self isolation of Mohamed El Nenny. But mm. to be honest with you, when I looked at, um. You know, then you've got the guys in front of them. I wasn't sure about William, if I'm completely honest. I don't think many of us are that sure about William. He's not really performed. He's not really been that great. However, 
What I would say is I didn't actually think he was that bad tonight. I thought Willock form, fine. Play him in the central. You've got the three behind Aubameyang, Aubameyang central. Everyone's been clamouring for it. Okay, fine. And then you've got Pepe on the right. Yep, he needs to be given a chance. Happy with that. But do you know what the big thing for me, mate, after about 20 minutes or 25 minutes of me seeing it, and I'd be interested to get your thoughts, Willock in that central position didn't work. And what we're looking for is that person that connects the midfield with the attack, the attacking sort of trio, if you like. So if you've got William on the left, you've got Pepe on the right, and you've got Bamian up top. Will, Willock needs to be the person that's dropping to pick up the ball from uh, Xhaka or Sabias, or he's arriving for chances, um, you know, arriving into the box. He just isn't a connector. And I just don't think he had a good time tonight. I mean, what do you, what did you think about Willock's performance? As good or as bad as everybody else. So to, to break up what you just said there, just so I've got a TV on in the background. Yeah. Uh, Tyranny's gone for somebody at the end of the game. I think he's gone for uh, he, he's gone for one of the uh, the Leeds players at the end of the game. And wow. uh, a bit, bit of pushing and shoving, a bit of uh, tearing them all, uh, pulling them apart. But I think it was the fellow that fell down after his head got brushed. But we'll, we'll go on to that later. Uh, but, yeah, no, uh, Woodock was... The problem is, is we just wasn't getting the numbers, especially in the first half, well, in fact, the whole game. We just weren't getting numbers and we weren't getting control of possession in their half. And where you want to see Woodock and where he's probably the most effective is around the edge of, around the edge of somebody else's box. Uh, as opposed to his work rate, you can't have a pop at his work rate at all. So, I mean, I, you know... He got pulled and subbed. I mean, that was a tactical sub, obviously. Uh, you can see his disappointment when he comes off. I think he knows he didn't cover himself in glory today as well. So, mm. yeah, one of those. Uh, I'll chuck one at you. Uh, Willian, I thought we had a stinker. And if I'm being fair, for the stunt he pulled last week, obviously we don't know the ins and outs of it, but it does seem that he's shipped himself off to Dubai on holiday and broke all social distancing rules and regulations. I wouldn't have had him anywhere near the team today. Yeah, I did think that was a weird one, to be honest with you, because, you know, Arteta is doing this, you know, non-negotiables. He's doing this meritocracy. He's doing this, if you're in, you know, you're performing well, you know, you get the chance. And what we saw, what we've seen with this is, um, sorry, I've got a cat in the way. Bugger off. <laughs> Bugger off. What we've seen, what we've seen from that ultimately is that he's he's given some players a free pass, and that really does disappoint me. However, I know you said he had a stinker. I mean, I did my classic, um, you know, trying to copy Gav by wrote, writing down loads of notes on him. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you, for everything that I wrote where William was poor, I actually also wrote certain stuff like you know William poor touch, but then you know got back on this. You know, I think. What I would have done if I was in Arteta's position at half time is said, right, William, move him central. Get him, because he's he's going to be a better connector than Joe Willock. Mm. Get Reese get Reese Nelson out wide left and get Pepe on the right. And that I feel would have had a bit of a better balance to us. But I think as you and I were talking about before the actual broadcast started. We weren't at the races at all, were we? I mean, let's no. be honest. For the first half was a disgrace, quite frankly. I mean, yeah. there was spaces between the attack and the midfield. And do we need to have a serious conversation about 
Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang because he was just completely absent. I'm halfway between mm. we've got a problem here and he's just isolated. So what's he going to do? I actually think he actually prefers playing in, in a, in, down the left. As daft as it is, I think that's where he would actually prefer to be playing. Uh, but, I mean, obviously from what we saw from, from Saka's cameo, that that's where we want Saka. Uh, mm. It's just it's just a weird one. It's, I mean, one of my mates said earlier, you know, he's thirty two, he's just got a multi multi million pound contract, which was all happy for him to sign. Has his his hunger gone a little bit? As he, I mean, he had what did he have two two half chances, all game. Mm. Uh, mm. I mean, even like I say, our, our best chance of the game was was. Was Saka, uh, and again, if a Bangyan was coming in from then, from there, he probably would have scored that. Yeah, but he wasn't. He had to sort of go from central, and you know, he was making a run out to the left. So, yeah, it's a I weird do... one. The, the problem is, is we haven't got a deep, we haven't got a number nine. That's the problem. We haven't got a goal scorer. Yeah, you know, we we need you know. It's easy to say we need an Ian Wright, but we need an Ian Wright. We, you know, we need a decent number nine. It's as simple as that. And we ain't got that throughout the whole of the squad, really. Yeah. Do you know what really depressed me in that first half that I watched? And I think we probably need to get, you know, we're 10 minutes into the pod, so we need to talk about the point, the, the key point in the game that Pepe's sending off in a minute. But yeah. Leeds actually passed the ball quicker and with more intensity and with more structure and drive than than we did and that was the thing that really depressed me they were moving the ball a lot quicker than we were and i've had so many comments there are so many comments on the uh on the um, sluggishness on, it was the sluggish. Facebook page talking about you know is arteta out of his depth so justin says is arteta out of his depth he's you know someone said um um what is going on with this we've had uh, uh let's have another we're very lucky to nick a point says ray mcnulty justin mead says um Potch anyone? I mean, I'm not at the point where I'm going to be saying that Arteta's out of his depth. I think Arteta is a fantastic manager. I think we're going through the right uh, process. And indeed, Mike Bulbeck on Facebook has said, you know, trust the process. But I do think there needs to be some questions asked about how we're setting up. And I'm not sure whether that's how much of that's Arteta and how much of that is the 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 tools that he's got at his, at his disposal because. Someone else also said on the on the Facebook page that we've we've got to a point where the international window almost came at a wrong point from us. And if you think about the fact that we've lost Party El Nene, Saka's played a ridiculous number of minutes, which has then impacted the fact that we can't play him, or we've we've given him twenty minutes, and he was really good in the second half, and he's come off injured, so it will be missing him now for a while. Um, I just think that it, it's a little bit unfortunate. I think. Blaming Arteta for this one and the way that he set up, I don't think he got the setup wrong. Maybe one or two players were wrong, like the likes of Willock playing centrally. I think Willock has had Willock's had his shot. I, I like to think Arteta said, "All right, mate, you've had a couple of good games in the Europa. Let's see what you can do." Which in is the, fair. He had, he, had, he had to he had to do it. But again, if he doesn't play Willock again the next game, it's. It's almost sort of putting him back another two or three steps, mm. and he's not going to get better, and he's not going to improve. And we know what he's got in his locker, but he ain't going to improve if he's getting tugged every, you know, play one game and then 
you know, next time we see him, we'll be in the Europa. He's not going to sort of learn or benefit from that. And you know, it, it, at the end of the day, it was Leeds away, which, despite our Sky uh, saying about the stats and this, that and the other, it's always a hard place to go. We've always had problems and issues going up there. It's always been tough, tight games. And it was just a well-balanced, well-drilled Leeds team who I wouldn't have thought had too many players off on international duty. They didn't. So I actually did a a blog about this earlier on in the week and I looked at it. Leeds had seven off on international duty, didn't all play the whole time. We had 12 or 13, but I think eight of players that you would have thought would have started for Arsenal were putting in lots of minutes on the international duty and then we've got the injuries as well. I don't want to seem like I'm making excuses here, but it does feel like... We were we were sluggish though, mate, weren't we? We were, we sluggish. were sluggish. We were sluggish and slow the whole game. Do you know what I mean? I mean, Bellerin, I mean, I think Bellerin, well, he just played one game for Spain, didn't he? I think so, yeah. He was quite lively all game. Tyranny was quite lively all game. You can't really blame Holding or, or Gabriel Weaver. You know, and Leno pulled off a couple of good saves. It's not down to the, the back back five at all. You know, they've done their job. They kept a clean sheet. It was yeah. just the other Muppets on the pitch who just weren't weren't connecting. And I think when you start Pepe and William, you're either going to get... I don't think we're ever going to get both of them perform in the same game. No? So, I, I don't... I just... I just I just don't think we're going to get a top-class performance out of both of them in the same game, ever. So when you start mm. both of them, you've got a chance that one of them might, or both of them won't. And today was both of them won't. Yeah. That, do, do you know what I mean? Let's, yeah. let me, let me, I'll tell you what, because we haven't, I mean, we've been talking for 14 minutes and we haven't discussed the red cards yet. Yeah, let's do that. I was just going to say. You, 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 go, you go first, mate. So... Alioski, I think it was, was the Leeds player. He's had a little bit of... I think Pepe has absolutely just been suckered into it, hasn't he? Let's be honest, because yeah. Alioski has... He's had a little... Sky showed it beforehand. He's had a few digs. He's chipped away at him a little bit. And Pepe has... He's 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 bitten. Let's be honest. He's just bitten. So mm. that's it. But it was stupidity. I don't think you're going to get a single Arsenal fan right now or tomorrow, whenever it is, that isn't going to say stupidity. And you know what really worries me? We were all clamouring, or oh, a lot of us were clamouring for Pepe instead of William on the left on the right hand side. And we got we got Pepe on the on the right hand side today. Happy. Happy with that. You know, fine. You know, this was his game. I was so disappointed because this was his game to show. And in the first half, you know, he's flashed a shot wide. He wasn't really on it that much, but none of them were on it that much, if I'm completely honest. And I thought that second half, I thought, go on, let's let's have it now. Let, let's see. Let's come on, Pepe. Step up and do it. And he's essentially just completely rewritten the narrative in a completely wrong way of this game on 50 odd, was it 51 minutes? He gets himself sent off. No excuses. And I have to wonder, I really do have to wonder. And I'd love people on Facebook that are watching this to also give their thoughts. And I'll, I'll pass this across to you, Gav, now. Like, is this actually now, like, where, where next, like, for Pepe? Like, what? It, some I've seen some people on Twitter saying, "Well, his, his, his Arsenal career could be hanging on the brink mm. here because he wasn't playing or in the team much. He's been given the chance now. He's now going to miss Wolves, Tottenham, and I think Southampton as well. Um, is he going to end up being one of, one of our Europa League players? And for seventy-two million pound, you can't have that. No, 
No, I mean, like I say, on the uh, I I say I I would want to call that a headbutt. Do you know what I mean? That I mean the the Leeds player. Oh, he's made a meal of it. Of course, yes. He made a complete and utter meal of it. I mean, you know, him headering the ball would have caused more impact than that. Yeah, of course. You know that that's like touching of heads. It's you know. So I mean, for a player to do that, you know, I think he's. I don't like that side of things. You know, man up, mate. I mean, he just touched your head. You know, hold your head. Um, point. You know, point it out to the ref or whatever, but don't roll about on the floor. And he was down there for a good while as well. I mean, that's that's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. He should feel completely disgusted with himself. That's not even professionalism. That's just rolling about like a big girl's blouse. Yeah, right? I get what you're saying, Gav, but... but you, I, you shouldn't I, do it. You should, no, no, let's, you know, let's be honest. That, you know, if someone done that to you, you wouldn't start rolling about on the floor. Because if no. that was a row, you, the minute you're rolling about on the floor, you're going to get a boot in the face as well. So, you know, that was not enough to send him on the floor holding his head and screaming like a girl. Sorry for no. any... I, no, actually, no disrespect to any girls listening. But it, you know, it it wasn't. Do you know what I mean? That, you know, he should not have gone down. Yeah, you know, if he'd hold his head, waved at the ref, or shattered at the ref, or whatever, then yeah, it's a red card. It's a red card. It's a red card. But the way he Do went you know down with the theatrics, it just yeah, pisses me off. I get what you're saying, mate, and I'm I agree with you. But it's so ridiculous. The fo- football these days is so ridiculous that it's the only way that you basically can get a player sent off. Because I mean, you just think about what happened with us with Mane. Marnay's mm. basically just fisted um, uh, Kieran Tierney in the face <laughs> and, and got nothing. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Fisted him right in the face and he didn't <laughs> love it. I can tell you that much. Uh, and, and nothing. And and yet the only way you can then do it is to basically, if, if that was a Leeds player, I'm, you're gonna, I'm going to cheese you off here, mate. But if that was a Leeds player doing it to an Arsenal player, I'd want an Arsenal player to go down because getting the advantage, but also... It's the only way. The, the, the rules in, in, in this country, or actually the rules generally, are just ridiculous. And, mm. you know, he's touched heads with him. You're never... If you do that in a pub, then all that happens is your mates break it up and you say, right, you go over to that side of the bar, you go to that side of the bar, have yourself a pint each and chill the F out. You know, yeah. that's all that happens. You don't fall to the floor. Because if you fall to the floor, they'll be like, what are you doing, you idiot? Yeah. So I get that. But Pepe's stupid because he shouldn't react. And he knows this. He knows that... If anybody, if any player puts any these days, any player's head to forehead to another one and does any kind of motion, they're going to fall over. And he got suckered in. And from that moment on, it was basically backstore. I think probably, do you reckon we should have a minute or two of of being a little bit positive about actually the dis- defensive display once we went yeah, down? Wait, to, well, it was... Once we went down to ten men, because yeah. they really it... did. That's where the structure, Mikel Arteta's structure, was absolutely spot on. And you've got plenty of people, again, like I said, on um, on Facebook saying, you know, yeah, we're a joke. And Arteta, you know, we've got one from uh, from Chris saying, Chris Warner saying, Arteta, let him go. But uh, it's it's that structure and it's Arteta's approach to getting the team lined up that meant, meant we've come away with a point as opposed to probably three years ago under an Arsene Wenger. So can you imagine us being down to 10 men mm. against the likes of Leeds three years ago under an Arsene Wenger team? We probably would have lost that 2-0. At least. Or even or even Emery. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the defensive structure's there and if anything today proved that we can actually play with a back four uh, and we can actually get Tierney and Bellerin 
marching forwards every now and then as well uh, to join in the attacks, which I thought they both did quite well today. Um, mm. Both of them a little bit unlucky not to come away with an assist, to be fair. I mean, mm. Bellerin's ball to uh, to Zaka for oh, our best chance of the game. I mean, I mean that was that's what you want. He's cutting, he's cut inside the middle, and it was a it was a lovely, it was perfect. It was a perfect ball. Uh, and like I say, Tierney had a had a couple a couple of crosses that got blocked, got a couple of corners out of it as well. And you can't really. Oh, don't! I'm still giggling. I know it's daft. I'm 48, but when uh, when Gab got it in the uh, in the old families. I think it must have been around the 85th, around the 80, 85th minute. He's gone to sort of chest it and the ball's dipped a little bit. Uh, it's the same time that Saka went off injured. Yeah. And he's got the ball right in the families. And you can't like, you can't help but giggle when that happens. But I mean, you know, he had that and he had one where he come at an awkward, awkward height and he didn't know whether to sort of kick it or chest it. And he ended up sort of fumbling it to the, uh, to the Leeds fellow, and then I made a save from the shot. But I mean, Holding didn't put a, really put a foot wrong, really. So you've got to think that, that you've got to think that 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 back five, that back four, and the keeper was pretty solid today. Especially when you think twenty-four shots, and yeah, the woodwork saved us a couple of times, but none of they didn't really have any clear, clear-cut chances, did they? No, well, well, I mean, they hit the post. Bamford's uh, header off the post, which again, mm. holding a little bit sluggish on, but you know, you're under the cosh, so I'm not going to. It didn't go in, so ultimately, you're not really pushing, and you're not really saying, you know, whose who's, whose fault is this here? So you've got Bamford off the post. Rodrigo hit the bar. We rode our luck. We have to say, we rode. Oh, our of course, luck. we did. Actually, yeah. Do you know what? It's about time that we had a little bit of luck with something like this. I mean, that Leicester game. You know, Leicester essentially just sat in and then just hit us on on the sucker punch counter. So from my perspective, yeah. I was sitting there. I, I genuinely, I've still got my old meant like uh, my old Arsenal under Arsene Wenger mentality, which was as soon as we went to dent down to ten men, part of me was a bit like, should I just switch it off because we're going to lose this game now? I thought, <laughs> you know what? No, let's let's give it five minutes. And once you see that they've set up and the structure have set up and they had chances like Saka going through on goal, just rounding the keeper as well. And then like mm. Okay makes a really, really good save, to be fair. But yeah. as I said, the Pepe sending off has essentially coloured this game because we were terrible in the first half, but in the second half, it just became as soon as we went down to ten men, it became a Right, let's see what chances we can get on the counter. Um, I don't think that. We, I mean, so, we we was we was try, I mean, we was trying to suck them forwards. I mean, the, the, there was at least three or four occasions where the lead centre back, and we just dropped off him. Everyone just dropped off the lead centre back as he was coming forwards with the ball, as if to say, right, come on, you come up further up the pitch. So mm. I mean, we were, you know, the plan was there to try and suck him in, and it. On another day, that would have worked. Yeah, you know I mean, we, you know, on another day, that would have worked. So, it's it's not completely all doom and gloom, but and the other one is once Pepe and I think I might just call him that Chelsea fella was off the pitch. <laughs> we actually looked, even though we was down to ten men, we actually looked a little bit better. So, you know, I mean, like I say, I, I just don't understand. I don't understand, William. I, you know, I think it was, unfortunately, it was just too good a deal to get him on a free. 
I mm. think that was the only thing. But I mean, you can tell with Arteta's mindset. I think Arteta's mindset is changing. I mean, you look, look, you know, Reese Nelson was on the uh, on the bench and then he got on and he looked like he wanted to be progressive when he got I on as well. I thought Reese Nelson did all right, I have to say. Yeah. I thought he had a good he, game. Yeah. He, some of his set, set pieces, I think, leave a, a little bit to, des- to be desired. Uh, but yeah, two shocking ones. And sorry oh. to interrupt. Like that's that's the thing that really frustrates actually. So Nelson with the ball at his feet driving, I thought did all right. But Reese Nelson, when you know when you're down to ten men, you've only got you're only going to get sporadic chances in a game. Yeah. Oh mate, when we hit the front man every single time with balls like that, I feel like saying, did we did we or did we not hire a set piece specialist? And I will take the job right now because I'll walk into training on Monday morning. Say, lads, let's try something new. Don't hit the front man. Don't yeah, hit the first. Hit the back man. post. Just hit the just try and hit the yeah. back post each time. The amount of times where well, we can't even it's not hard. It's really no. not hard it, well, to, it, it to whip a it ball should, in. It should, it should be hard for them. First man's header. No. It, it, it should it should be it should be hard for them at all. Do you know what I mean? But it's whether or not Arteta's aiming for the way he the way he surrounds the goalie, he mm. wants the ball to just get over the front man. So, you know, he's not necessarily aiming for the back post. He's not aiming for the six-yard box. He wants the ball right in, right in front of the keeper's face and he wants a bit mm. of chaos, which mm. I can appreciate, but it's, it's not giving a lot of error of margin for that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's really got to be on the sixpence and these players are not technically good enough to do that. And that's some of the problem with Arteta. He's gone from training with one of the most expensive squads ever enabled or ever put together in any sporting team or club in the whole world to dealing with the mess yeah. that we're in. But can I, I say, can going, I get... going back to it, sorry, well, I, I just didn't get my point out because we went off track. Hmm. I think that Pepe and Williams' days are numbered by the fact that he has got, you know, he does want to integrate Reese Nelson. He does want to integrate Willock. You know, I think he can see the hunger in the young kids that perhaps he's not getting from the the senior pros who are on on the big money and with the big transfer fees. Mm. Well, that was what I was just going to ask you. So, out of today, so we've got like we've got mould growing. On Thursday, um, mm. we've got Wolves next weekend. Then we go we go Spurs the weekend after, uh, and we'll have a European game in between that. What players? I'm thinking mainly the Wolves game and the um, Spurs game because they'll be the ones where you'd expect to see the first teamers. What mm. players from today do you think have done enough to essentially? get themselves a chance, a shot in for that Wolves game. Is there any ones that you just say, yeah, give them a go or? What, uh, what of who was on the pitch today? Yeah, exactly. The whole of the uh, team. Right, should we do this together then? Yeah, go on then. Right. Start. I mean, Leno's an obvious one, isn't it? So right, you okay. go next. Uh, right, okay, so say we're going to go with a back four again, right? Yep. Then you've pretty much got to say the only choice is going to be uh, between Louise and Holding. Mm-hmm. Holding right, didn't then... really do much wrong, I didn't think. No, exactly. But like I say, but Louise is Louise. It's a big game. You would have expected, you know, he probably would have played today if it wasn't for uh, His baby. him having a little girl. A Congratulations, little baby. David Louise. Yeah, bless him. 
anyways, uh, right, the midfield, you were the fault. I mean, see, this is the thing. Jacka, a bit frustrating at times today, I thought. Sabayas, uh, so I thought, was a little bit absent at times, but then were they there just to sort of play them roles and let the four more forwards players get on with it? But like I say, I would like to have seen more of them going forwards. So I think can I, if, can I just jump in just for a sec? I actually thought Sabayas did all right. He looked the more busy and industrious of a player. I thought Xhaka was a bit lazy at times. He was a bit lackadaisical. I think also Willock as well. I mean, we talked about Willock, but he always seems to just take that extra touch and be that little or today. He was that little bit slower when we need to, we mm. needed somebody who gets the ball, receives the ball and distributes the ball, whether it's left, whether it's right, whether it's forward, whether it's back. I think Sabayas at times, at least he was trying to get the ball and release the ball. I thought Sabayas was one of the better well, players. Out, 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 I didn't out, think Xhaka was out, that great, but no, out, out, the, out the three, Sabayas was the best out the three. Uh, <laughs> so like I say, but then again, if we're talking about the Wolves-Tottenham game, you're probably looking at probably at least two changes out of them. At least two. You'd hope Hopkins uh, comes back in, surely. You would have thought so. And you would have thought that El Nenny possibly would as well. Uh, imagine knows? that. Can you imagine this, mate? Four years ago, if we'd have been talking you know, if we'd have been talking to each other and talking about Mohamed fucking El Nenny being uh, one of the guys that we want to come back in. I'm still not there yet. Not not 100%. I, I, personally, I think Sabayos and Party is worth a go. I think it's that bit in front of those two. It's that yeah. connector in front of those two that I can't work out. Because on paper, I feel like I, I want to try William, but his form is just atrocious. And so I'm almost a bit like, I don't really know whether or not that's worth it. So, but See, who else I mean, I, I mean I'd, I'd even like, as daft as it sounds, right, in that area of the pitch, the player that actually does well for us is Lacazette. Right? I, I know this sounds absolutely fucking stupid. You've lost right? it, mate. Lacazette is number 10. Somebody but, call the... Uh, the no, the I know. Game. I know. Like I say, he's not... You know, but the thing is, he's in those games where you want somebody to get hold of the ball and keep hold of the ball and then pass it wide and then run on, that's ideal. The problem with Lacazette is he's not a number nine. He's not a number nine that's going to get three chances and score to him. Yeah. So, in the want of the fact we've got nobody else better, uh, and obviously, I mean, you know, I think it's miles too early for somebody like Smith Rowe, but I would expect him to get a, a run out in the Europa in that role as well. Uh, so, we'll see what he's about. But obviously, he's still coming back from what's quite a serious injury last year as well. Uh, and then we've got, like I say, it's just the same old conundrum. Saka's best position is the left side, is on the left of the of a front three. Yeah. So, and he can do the defensive job, and he can cover back, and he can cut inside, and he can get the ball over, and he knows where the goal is. But the problem is, is that's also a, a banging's best position. So, mm. yeah, we're, we're literally just sort of. Compromise. We're, we're compromising, and then it's on the right, balance, isn't it? This is the problem. Yeah. We've basically had three or four, maybe even five years of building squads that are just imbalanced, and we are now at the point where we're now we know where the problems are. We don't have a connector between attack and midfield, so we know that problem. But yeah. 
because of the COVID situation and because obviously it's transfer windows and stuff like that, we can't correct that problem. And also we've got such a bloated squad. We've got players earning 350 grand a week who all they do is tweet or players that are earning, what is it? Socrates is on, he's, he's on underground a week and he's got under 23 games and that's about it. There needs to be a bit of a reset that needs to happen. And we need to start filling. When, do, when, does, the, when does the transfer window open, Chris? January 1st. And I would expect that there'll be some movement. I don't think Ozil will move on, but I think they'll move so- Socrates on. And I think they almost have to be looking at that connector because Willock has shown it's not him tonight. Uh, what you said was interesting was about Emil Smith-Rowe. If Willock yeah. can have two or three good games in the Europa League and then get a shout in the Premier League, why not, if he's fit, let's try and do the same with, with Smith-Rowe. I appreciate he's not ready just yet. Let's give him a go on Thursday night and then let's give him a go on, um, you know, the next game and stuff like that. I think we'll see. I mean, I think we'll definitely see by, I think the uh, the Europa League game will show who's playing against Wolves. And mm. I think if Willock's playing Thursday, I don't think he'll play again on the Sunday. No. Uh, but like I say, I mean, Smith-Rowe's banging on the door. Uh, he's getting decent reviews from what I've read from the, the under-23 games. But again, yeah. serious injury, just coming back, young lad, you don't want to put pressure on him, blah, blah, blah. It, it's one of those. And I think the, the biggest conundrum we've got really for, I mean, how many, does it, is it a three-game ban on it for dangerous yep. or reckless red card? Yep. Free so He'll be up for free, I think. So he, 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 can be, he, can play on, he can play on Thursday, can't he? He can play in the Europa. Yeah, I think that's where he'll be now. I think I can, yeah. I, I genuinely think that Nicholas Peck. Well, he's going to play. Well, he's going to play. He's going to play the next two because he can't play in the league. Yeah, so he'll so be he, a, he'll be a relegated to a a midweek, you know, cup player. Yeah, probably so, until Christmas, where the games come so thick and fast that he'll be forced into playing some games. And I think we are essentially what we on. We're on the twenty second of November right now. It wouldn't surprise me if we don't see Nicolas Pepe starting in the Premier League until over the Christmas period. So that's a month from now, easily. No, it that's a lot of games then, so. But, but the, the problem is, is we've got that Chelsea fella, or uh, or Reece Nelson. Hmm. That's the problem. I mean, it's not like the only other option that you've got really is Chuck Saka down there. Chuck yeah, Saka down the right. But this is the problem. We don't know how long he's injured for. Thank you very much, Gareth. Yeah. I mean, we need to wrap up today's podcast, but thank you very much, Gareth Southgate, by the way, for absolutely running oh, him into the ground. I, I make no bones about my utter disdain for international football, but... Uh, it's all very well saying Arsenal have been overusing Saka, but we pay him. We pay his wages. England, they grab players, or, or you know, international, not England, international teams. They grab players, they chew them up, and they spit them back to the play to to the clubs and say, "There you go, deal with it." It's an absolute joke, and I detest international football for so many reasons. And this is another reason because it wouldn't surprise me if we now learn that we've got Saka out. So right now, as it stands, we could have Saka out. We've got. Party is out right now. Hopefully, he'll be back soon. El Neni is out because he's self-isolating. You've because got of international football. Kalasanach out because of he's self-isolating. This is yeah, exactly football. in international. All because of international football. This is an utter joke. I don't get it. I, I, I don't. I don't get it, mate. Especially, especially like I say, how the world is at the moment with COVID and all that. I don't understand why they're why 
they're encouraging people to fly. If I, like I say, if, if I was in charge of any country, I'll be saying the only flights in and out are freight. Freight flights only. I can't, get, I can't understand any reason with modern technology why anybody would need to get on a plane to visit another country at the moment. Obviously, I, I will feel for anybody who's got family issues or bereavements, etc. They want to go overseas to sort of sort out and handle affairs for, etc. Right? But I see no reason whatsoever in this current climate for anybody to be flying anywhere out of their country. I, I just don't. I, I don't get it. I honestly don't get it. And the fact that <coughs> you know you have an England squad that's planning two different countries in a week, and why Southgate thought that Saka is the only person with a left foot. I mean, why didn't he play Maitland-Niles down the left? Maitland-Niles can play down the left. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I just don't get it. I just don't... I thought it was pure selfishness and stupidity by Southgate. Even Arteta isn't playing Saka 180 minutes in a week. No. He's exactly. not playing him two, two games, 90 minutes on a trot. He's not doing it. Right? So mm. he goes away, plays all those minutes for England, comes back, Arteta knows he's knackered. He knows. He knows the only reason he's on the bench was to hopefully get the last 30 minutes. And then, and yeah. I mean, hopefully, I mean, I haven't seen anything. Hopefully it's a dead leg. That's yeah. what I'm hoping for. Let's cross, um, our, let's say, cross our fingers. Yeah, have you seen the size of his legs, by the way? Have you seen All the right. size of Saka's legs? They're like tree trunks, mate. They're like two of mine. They're massive. Because he All doesn't right, look that big, does chicken legs. I think we should probably end. We should probably end this day about <laughs> your chicken legs. But, um, mate, once again, it's been absolutely amazing talking to you, as always. Not been Thank the you, result mate. we wanted. Uh, I think there are mitigating circumstances because of the injuries, because of the self-isolation. But there are also issues. We all know the issues. The hope is that Arteta also knows the issues and he needs to find some sort of magic source for it. Um, once again, Thank you very much for joining me, as always. Yes, thank you for uh, hosting this evening, mate. And uh, no doubt we'll have this sort of... I reckon we're going to have this the exact same conversation, right, at some point between now and Christmas. I, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Um, mate, I will catch you next time. Thank you very much. And thank you very much to everyone else that's been listening to this, the uh, Gunnerstown pub. Hopefully you can join us next time. Thank you very much. Up the Arsenal. Up the Arsenal.